relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. DEI is about abolishing whiteness. Don't take my word for it, though. Look at the words of the people behind it. Yes, diversity is about getting rid of white people, and that's a good thing. Abolishing whiteness has never been more urgent. According to respected business media company Bloomberg, American prosperity depends on a non-white future. Nice! At least they're not hiding it. And the push to abolish whiteness worked. As I mentioned, Bloomberg reported that only 6% of corporate roles were filled by white men in the year following George Floyd's death, with 94% of new jobs going to people of colour. And to show how completely captured the mainstream is by anti-white ideology, this wasn't announced with any remorse or recognition that it's unjust. It was announced with fanfare, as if it's a good thing. It's interesting that nobody thought that, you know, it's unfair to treat people differently based on the colour of their skin, or stop to reflect on what the consequences could be of marginalising white men from the workforce. They're so indoctrinated, they think it's a natural good, like a Nazi bureaucrat reporting on a pogrom. What? What? The replacement theory is something the left is actually propagating. I, I thought it was a conspiracy theory. How, how about this idea? How about judging people on the content of their character and not the pigmentation levels of their skin? I might have to give a speech about that one day. That is just a clip from a superb video that just dropped onto my social media feed from a man who reminds me of our buddy Razor Fist. If this guy doesn't use a teleprompter for the hour-long data dumps that he records, then as we say in Hungary, he's got one extra cog up here. He is none other than Leo Kurs, and we are delighted to have him one-on-one here in America First. Leo, welcome to our humble little show. Hey, thanks, Seb. Thanks for having me. All right, before we get into who you are and the latest video, which is just absolutely, it is stellar, it is top-notch, it is a masterclass on the insanity of wokery. I think you've got a title for the segment there, The Insanity of Wokery. Um, I've got to ask a technical question, because I've got this buddy here, I don't know if you know him, he's on YouTube uh, as well, called Razor Fist, and he does these tour de force just rants and... They're like Ben Shapiro, but good. And <laughs> and he doesn't have a teleprompter. And I don't know how no he... No way! Oh, he has no... Man, do you know this guy? History, we've seen people like Castro. Castro used to used to do eight-hour monologues <laughs> on the state television. And everybody had to watch it because it, it was the only show allowed on state television because that's what you get under communism. Uh, and and he, he used to... But apparently they're, they're quite captivating. He was incredibly charismatic. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I use a teleprompter. I'm not using a teleprompter right now. But, yeah, for, for my videos, I use a teleprompter. But how the hell? How, because you're so... You're doing it at, like, that breakneck razor fist Ben Shapiro speed. So is it like a turbocharged teleprompter? How, how do you do that? <laughs> it's just controlled using a, using a thing in my hand. The weird thing about... Uh, you know when you're recording a video compared to doing live TV? Because I do, I do live TV. I've got a show on GB News here in the UK. Doing live TV, you can, you can spiel for ages. When you know you can record it again, then it, you clam up and you need to be able to read it. 
<laughs> yeah, well, we do three hours of uh, live radio every single day and then the TV show at the weekend. So I, I was just impressed, just impressed, guys. It's going to be at the top of my feed. Go and watch the video. But we'll give you a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a teaser here, a little bit of an, a, you know, a snack taster of, of what it's like. But before we get to this superb uh, literal de- deconstruction uh, and demolition of the left's favorite ideological weapon today. Tell us a little bit about who you are. So you've got your YouTube channel. Everybody needs to go and subscribe. They need to watch you on GB News. Follow you yeah. at Leo Curse. That's K-E-A-R-S-E and also leocurse.co.uk. What's your background? You're talking to about three and a half million Americans across the country now from you know California to D.C. So tell us a little bit about your journey. So, yeah, so I used to be, uh, I used to work in criminal intelligence, then I worked in national security, I worked for the Foreign Office, uh, I worked for an intelligence consulting agency, uh, but I'd, I'd started doing comedy, um, so then I quit. <laughs> so hang, 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 excuse money. me, stop, stop. <laughs> you, 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 can't, you can't do that transition. I was in criminal intelligence, uh, and, you know, and then I did comedy. Can you just, like, walk us through that, please, Leo, for a second? Because I, I think I saw you originally on, on the Trigonometry podcast, and that's why I think, oh, yeah, this guy's a stand-up comedian. So just walk us through those two parts of your life and the transition first, please. Yeah, so I started, I started doing comedy when I was still, still working in intelligence, and I really liked doing comedy. And honestly, working in the public sector, uh, really, even back then, you know, this is going back 15 years 20 years, it was starting to get gunked up with all this ideological nonsense. You know, you're getting taken into meetings for diversity training. You're getting lectured on uh, trans inclusion. And none of it none of it made us more productive. None of, it, none of it made us better at our jobs. And none of it really followed any logic. But it, it, was, it was a way of uh, the sort of HR departments to, to control us and punish people if they didn't, you know, follow the right rules and say the right things. It was uh, basically a sort of form of almost like a... Uh, you know, a Chinese uh, Chinese cultural revolution, a, a way of indoctrinating uh, a mass of workers all all at once. Um, so yeah, I was, I was getting I was getting a bit sick of uh, bit sick of working in the public sector. It's what made me right wing. I was left wing before I worked. This in is the this- Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is going to be your next, my next question. So what, what were your politics as a dutiful uh, civil servant or working in the, in the, in the, uh, the public sector? You were, you were a man of the left originally? Yeah, yeah, the sort of centre-left. You know, I believed in uh, reasonably big government. I thought the government 
did a lot of things well. I thought we needed, uh, you know, that balance between between raw capitalism and and the state uh, to to provide for people. I believed in welfare, and you believe in all that stuff until you see how it's all misappropriated and wasted, and how people game the system. Any system that gets set up by people just gets abused. Whether it's welfare, whether it's the asylum system, it's all just there to be to be tweaked and, and to be to be got round. Um, so yeah, so and I started doing comedy just just as a hobby, just because I thought it was fun. Then I started making money doing stand-up comedy, and then you know I was I was out you know performing and getting back at like two in the morning, and then having to get up at seven in the morning to go and do you know national security stuff. So I was I was bad at comedy because I was tired, and I was bad at national security because I, I was tired. I was doing both jobs badly, so I thought, why don't I quit? And just do one of the jobs badly. So, um, so I quit my day job and started doing started doing comedy full time. And yeah, just I mean, I really enjoyed it. And I was traveling the world and you know spending the winters in Australia, um, you know, performing all over. It was really fun. Um, but I started getting more political. And because I was right wing, that's that makes you persona non grata in the in the world of the arts because they're all for diversity and inclusion <laughs> uh, unless you've got diverse opinions right. uh, and then they don't want to include you at all so yeah i got i got cancelled from a uh, from an arts festival a, a comedy festival in perth in australia uh, for being transphobic um, you know they went through they did that offense archaeology you know when people dig back yeah. through your tweets to find something that you've said 12 years ago you said somebody was fat therefore you must be cancelled Oh man, with me, with me, they just went back to that afternoon. It was literally <laughs> the most recent thing I tweeted, and it was uh, it was some they, they thought it was transphobic material. It wasn't transphobic material. I, I wrote it with a transgender last year. I was dating. It was absolutely fine. It was you know. Hang, 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 hang. I, I'm the... just going to translate for those who aren't familiar with the language of uh, the Highlands. He was uh, dating <laughs> a transgender girl. Okay. Yeah. And and you ran it by the transgender person you were dating. Yet you were accused of being transphobic. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, we wrote it together. It was about the the differing beauty standards between men and women, because you know women can tra transition to being men, and people just say, you know, a lot. If women want to transition to being a man, a lot of times they just stop shaving and <laughs> bingo, wait a couple of weeks. That's it, you're a man. You know what I mean? People might point at you and go, oh, that man's got. Like, if I, if a man wants to transition to being a woman, it's a totally different story. You've got to undergo all these surgical procedures, yeah. shave down your brow bone, your jaw bone, grow your hair out, fix your male pattern baldness, learn to walk in high heels, get a whole new wardrobe, could probably keep this shirt. And then, you know, at the end of all that expense and effort, people just look at you and go, I think that man's got... It's, you know, it's totally... It's totally double standards for men and women. And that's that, why that's, you know, so that's actually a good joke. Me. I'm sorry, that's actually a good joke. And I'm not surprised you got cancelled because they've killed comedy. <laughs> We're talking to Leo Kirst, leokirst.co.uk. Follow him at Leo Kirst. Watch him on GB News as well. And go to his YouTube channel right now. You're listening to me, Sebastian Gorka, former deputy to President Trump. This is America First One on One. If you love the deep dive, the fun discussions with great guests like Leo, make sure you never miss an episode. Go to whichever podcast platform you prefer. Put in my name, Sebastian Gorka. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And if you want sanity back in the White House, if you want borders, 
If you want an economy again, fly the flag that you've made so popular. It says, I stand with 45. Get it at sebgorkastore.com. And also, don't forget the T-shirt you made so popular, released jointly with Chris Plant. It is the FBI T-shirt, but this one stands for Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. Get yours today, sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. And more important than any of that, please support the president directly at DonaldJTrump.com. Greetings, this is Dr. Sebastian Gorka from the Midas Gold Group War Room. The MAGA veterans at Midas point out that the Federal Reserve note does not belong to you. It belongs to the Federal Reserve Bank, while the federal debt doesn't belong to the Federal Reserve Bank. It belongs to you. This is your wake-up call to what the Midas Gold Group veterans believe the central bank and government are trying to do. A controlled demolition of our current system with a central bank digital currency to take complete and utter control of our transactional freedoms. A literal digital concentration camp replete with social sanctions. Protect yourself. Turn this wake-up call into a phone call and look into the opportunities that gold can provide you as a way to diversify your investments. Call veteran-owned Midas Gold Group today, 855-322-GOLD, or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. That's 855-322-GOLD, or just go to MidasGoldGroup.com. Always faithful, Midas Gold Group, MAGA and proud of it. What is diversity, equity and inclusion? Fans of DEI say that it's the logical progression of the drive for equality and against bigotry, a continuation of the civil rights movement. But the reason Martin Luther King's speech calling for equality resonated is because it speaks to the natural sense of justice inside all of us. He dreamed that one day his kids wouldn't be judged on the colour of their skin, but on the content of their character. If he'd come out and pushed DEI by saying, I have a dream that one day my kids will be explicitly judged on the colour of their skin and also be given a leg up because they're black and also white people are all inherently racist and should be abolished, it probably wouldn't have gone down quite as well. Yeah, I just wonder um, what would happen to Martin Luther King Jr. today if if he was saying publicly that skin colour doesn't matter. Would he be cancelled as well? Yeah, it's a good question to ask. No better time, no better interview than this to talk about what our friends at the Alliance Defending Freedom do for all of us every single day. Our God-given freedoms are facing unrelenting attacks. In a battle for the truth, the only way we win is if we stand together. Thankfully, ADF has been defending your rights, our rights, for 30 years and winning. Now they have two pivotal cases before the Supreme Court. They're suing the FDA for endangering the health and safety of women and young girls. And in the second case, they're assisting the state of Idaho to defend its law, protecting the lives of women and their unborn children against the Biden administration's attempt to override the law and force doctors to perform abortions. And they need your help. With your best gift, you courageously join ADF in fighting critical Supreme Court cases against government lawlessness and help defend our cherished religious freedoms. Please call right now. Be as generous as you can. Without these donations, these cases cannot make it to the Supreme Court. That's 855-374-4767 or go right now to my webpage, sebgorka.com and at the very top is the Stand with ADF banner. Be generous. These are all of our collective religious freedoms that they are fighting for. That number again, 855-374-4767 or go to S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. That's sebgorka.com and the Alliance Defending Freedom banner at the top.
So, Leo, I, I, it seems to me that you've, you've transitioned, because I, I'll say it right now very <laughs> bluntly. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm not doing a stand-up <laughs> skit. I'm sorry. That just came out here. Um, it, it, it seems to me that, I'll say it right now, and I'm not trying to offend any of my friends. I love the trigonometry guys. Razor Fist is a bloody genius as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Matt Walsh has done a great service. But your 50-minute deconstruction of DEI is the best I've ever seen. It's really because it's three hours worth of content in one hour, and it just dismantles the internal logic. And more important than that, it talks about the damage that this does to the people they are purporting to actually protect or help. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But, but first, as somebody who was in the government sector and then saw this creeping in and then undermining everything that they said they were fighting for, how did we get here? What is the genesis? I grew up in the UK, right? And I've told this story before. You know, I was born to Hungarian refugees, real refugees. My dad escaped from a communist prison, was liberated from a communist prison. I went to Ealing Abbey School. My, there was one English kid out of 600 who could prove he was actually English. The rest of us were Polish, Italian, Pakistani, Indian, you name it. But we were all Brits. We, we didn't, you know, let that separate us. It was an incredibly heterogeneous society. And I just go back nowadays, and I don't recognize the land of my birth. So as somebody who's mapped it now, who's done these amazing videos, where did the rot set in? Who injected it? And, and what was the transmission belt? I think it started in the universities. I mean, there are theories that it's sort of actually seeded by KGB agents as a way to sort of bring down the West from within. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know if that played a part in it, but certainly in universities, uh, when you've got, um, basically when you've got uh, people with too much time to think, then they're going to they're gonna overthink stuff. So much, so much of what we got in, in life at the moment is people over overthinking things, and they they've sort of um, come up with these pretty hardcore communist ideas. You know, at Harvard Law School, they came up with uh, the critical race theory. Uh, there's also this, uh, you know, extreme gender ideology that is now taken as as gospel. Um, that they're they're really kind of quite extreme communist ideas that if we if we took them and showed them to somebody in the 1980s they'd be like this is insanity this is really regressive this is this is racist this is obviously wrong what you're going to have men competing in women's sports you're going to have uh, people being favored for jobs by their by their race you're going to have people saying whiteness should be abolished this is this is clearly insanity uh, but because they've sort of seeded it in the universities and then it's crept out through HR departments, through uh, progressives. Um, and progressivists believe that any progress is good, whether that's uh, introducing radical Islam to uh, Hamtramck Town Council or, uh, or or whatever it is, you know, bringing drag queens in to, to read to children. Uh, any progress or anything that can be seen as progress is a good thing in and of itself. So they've propagated this idea out, and it's, it's now been taken as... Uh, as a sort of inherent truth, it's, it's an ideology. And if you question it, then you get into trouble. And this is what I saw happening in the public sector before I left 
you know, if you did question any of this stuff, you were sent on diversity training, you were sent to HR. And we've seen the harm that this has caused. I mean, I don't know if you've heard about the grooming gangs yes. in the UK, but these are pre- predominantly Pakistani Muslim men who targeted uh, girls in uh, in social care. Uh, so young, young ha- girls. Hundreds and, young and hundreds of, m- oh, man. Of, of minors, girls who were raped systematically by mostly Bangladeshi yep. and Pakistani men in Bradford and Rotherham, correct? Yeah, and they were targeted uh, because they were seen, you know, re- religiously they were seen as, as fair game. They wouldn't target Muslim girls because, um, you know, because they're, they're not infidels. So, you know, there's a real sort of genuinely racist um, and, and religious element to, the, to these crimes. Um, but the authorities and the authorities, plenty of whistleblowers came forward and said, this is happening. We need to deal with it. These are horrific crimes. But people were afraid yeah. of appearing racist. The the fear of appearing racist that you know that came from all these all these ideologies that came from uh, critical race theory or the McPherson report, which is a very influential report in the UK uh, for the public sector. It was a, a report on the police that you know said that the police were systemically racist in their treatment of a murder of a, a black teen. Um, so you know these these things all made people made racism the number one evil yeah. in the western world and, so and basically turned rather... it in, and basically turned the accusation of racism into a shield for crimes to be committed against innocent people we're talking to leo curse subscribe right now to his youtube channel at leo curse that's k e a r s e i'm sebastian gorka this is america first don't forget to give us a follow so much breaking news in just the last few days rona romney mcdaniel mitch mcconnell don't miss any of it just plug seb gorka or sebastian gorka into the usual platforms from x to Telegram, to the Salem News Channel app. And don't forget my Substack, the brand new article on Donald Trump, the dissident candidate. SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's SebastianGorka.substack.com. Did you know that 84% of New Year's resolutions fail in the first six weeks? That's got me thinking about PhD weight loss and nutrition and why it was a success for me. Why I haven't gained one pound of my 42-pound weight loss back. Why Jeff, my producer, decided to start the program. Most people blame their failure on a lack of time, motivation, and a loss of zeal. PhD makes it simple. It doesn't take a lot of extra time. They are masters of motivation. You have a team of coaches by your side the whole time, and you don't lose your zeal because every week you make great strides, so you stay excited. Do something different this year and call PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition, 864-644-1900 to get started or online at myphdweightloss.com. Don't do this alone. The number, 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. If you enjoy the show, please support those who make it possible. This is an NPR. We don't get half a billion dollars of your hard-earned taxpayer money every single year. This is a free market enterprise. Support the great sponsors like Mike Lindell, a buddy of the president, the inventor of my pillow, the pillow that never gets hot, never loses shape. There's a reason he sold 80 one million of them. Yeah, I'll say that again. 81 million, because they're that good. But did you know he's got more than 200 other items on his website made by Americans in America for you? Use my name and get up to two-thirds off and free shipping. And don't buy that Chinese garbage on Amazon. Buy American. 
Call them up. Talk to a real person, 800-829-8468, or just go to MyPillow.com. That's 800-829-8468, MyPillow.com, promo code, secret code. Can you work it out? G-O-R-K-A. Where's the old bulldog spirit? Where's the spirit (laughs) of, you know, the Tommies of the trenches? I think, you know, they, they rose up for a moment with Brexit where you saw a cross-socioeconomic divide, 17 million-plus Brits, the greatest vote in UK history, said, OK, we've had it with the commies, we're leaving the EU. <laughs> and then the elite said, well, sorry, uh, screw you, and we're not going to let it happen for about six years. So mm. is the fighting spirit, has it been knocked down? I, is there a safety? Is there a, is there a, a break of fuse that's going to stop the insanity when, when the average Brit says, no, no, this stops here? You know, I, I, think, I think that patriotic spirit has kind of been beaten out of the, the British people. And I think it's being beaten out of the American people as well. I don't know if it's, if it's uh, related to the, the lowering of testosterone <laughs> in men, but we've seen, you know, over the last few decades, patriotism, any sort of uh, nationalism has, has been you know, sold as a, as, a terrible, as a terrible thing. It's a sin to be patriotic. You see, even see politicians, uh, left-wing politicians in the UK sneer. There, I think, I can't remember who it was, Emily Thornberry? Was it a Labour MP? Uh, posted on Twitter, uh, sneering at some guy who had England flags on his house, you know, saying, oh, basically said, oh, these, these people are, he's, he's scum. He's, you know, he's one of these flag, one of these flag shaggers, one of these flag wavers. And yeah, it's weird. It's weird to see that. I think you know one thing that could change that is uh, is Ukraine, because Ukraine is showing the actual value of nationalism. Of, of you know, you've got these. Um, I mean, a lot of, lot of people sneer at them as as Nazis because they do sometimes use Nazi insignia. But in the context of Ukraine, it's it's very different uh, to the context of Germany, uh, because obviously uh, the Nazis came in. You know, Ukraine was stuck between the Nazis and the USSR. Um, so that. I think could possibly, and the threat of the threat of um, of annihilation from Putin could possibly re reinvigorate that that patriotic spirit. But at the moment, anybody who even suggests no, we shouldn't have opened borders. Britain's got completely open borders at the moment. Yeah, by jo- the way. Join, the club. Some, jo- join the club. Join the club. Yeah, if you can get in like, on something that floats, like it's not just you're allowed to stay. It's like you get benefits, you get put up in a hotel, you get. You get lawyers paid for you, paid for you, so you can know how to game the system. It's absolute insanity. And if the government tries to do anything to try and stop it, it gets stymied by the the woke blob in the public sector. But to be honest, the system, the government, big business, they don't want to stop it. They want open borders. They want mass immigration because they want an unlimited supply of cheap labour because. To to grow people here is very expensive. You know, people have babies, then they drop out of the workforce, then you've got to pay for the healthcare and the education of the children, and they're not ready to work for another twenty years. So you can import fully grown workers. So is it, is it really that cynical? Wage. Is it really that cynical of a decision? Like the U.S. Chamber of Commerce that says, "Oh, oh, we don't like illegal immigration, but we want the people working for cash on the on on the you know the the avocado farms in California illegally." Is it really as cynical as that in the U.K. as well? I, I believe it is. I believe it is. I mean, you know, the, the purpose of a system is to do what it does. And we can see, you know, for years, we've had a, we've had a, right, a supposedly right-wing government in the UK for 14 years. We've still got open borders. Brexit was, was 
predominantly you know a vote to to control our borders and if it, it's got worse uh, we had 1.2 million um, arrivals last year um, and it's uh, the illegal immigration is a small part of it there, a huge amount of it is student visas uh, you know care work visas and all this sort of stuff and then people bring their dependents and the whole thing i mean and people say it's like a Ponzi scheme. We need it because, you know, we've got these people at the top. We've got an aging population. So we need to bring people in at the bottom to support uh, these people who are getting older. And it's like, yeah, but we're not even doing the Ponzi scheme right. We're bringing people in at the top. Like 75% of Somalians that arrive in the UK are dependent on welfare. Right. So we're bringing people up at, up at the top that need to be supported by the people already right. so, here. So the, the, the Ponzi insanity. scheme is even more inherently, <laughs> you know, collapsing every day that they keep it open. This is America yeah. First one-on-one with me, Sebastian Gorka, and our buddy, Leo Kurs. What is the most important thing in terms of your health? Yeah, you got to eat right, right, you've got to exercise. But what happens if you don't get good sleep? And if it happens again and again and again, it'll affect you mentally and physically. That's why I'm excited to have been a guinea pig for six months of Relief Factor's latest product. It's Relief Factor Sleep. It's absolutely natural. And the greatest thing about it is that when you take this, it gets you that deep restorative sleep and you wake up and you're not drowsy. If you don't like the way other sleep aids make you feel in the morning, this is for you. My wife, Katie, you know me. I'm a night owl, right? I'm up till the wee hours. She goes to bed early and she wakes up with the sun, before the sun, like 4, 5.30. She's now getting up at 7 in the morning because of relief factor sleep. Try it for yourself. I promise you won't regret it. It's all natural. 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com slash sleep. That's 1-800-473-5433, relieffactor.com slash sleep. Our God-given freedoms are facing unrelenting attacks. It's a battle for truth, and the only way we win is if we stand together. Thankfully, the Alliance Defending Freedom has been defending our rights for 30 years and winning. Right now, they're involved in two critical cases before the Supreme Court. They're suing the FDA for endangering the health and safety of women and girls, and in the second case, they're assisting the state of Idaho to defend its law, protecting the lives of women and their unborn children against the Biden administration's attempt to override the law and force doctors to perform abortions. And they need your help. With your best gift, you courageously join ADF in fighting critical Supreme Court cases against government lawlessness and help defend our cherished freedoms. Call 855-374-4767 right now. Or go to sebgorka.com and click on the ADF banner. With your help, I've pledged to raise $35,000 by March 31st for ADF. Go to sebgorka.com or call 855-374-4767 to make your best gift right now. I know with your help we can beat that goal and help make a generational difference for freedom. And DEI places a question mark of the ability of the marginalized group <coughs> pretending to help. Do you want to get on a plane flown by a pilot who got the job because he's the best pilot? Or a pilot who might have got the job because other candidates were excluded? Would you rather have a vasectomy from someone who knows what they're doing or someone who couldn't carve a turkey? It doesn't matter how many black squares people post on Instagram. If we're being real, when it comes to delicate surgery close to your nutsack, everyone's going to want a white or an Asian doctor because they didn't get a leg up. They had to be better than everyone else to make it. The push for diversity is going to backfire and lead to real-world discrimination. (laughs) 
It's an unusual talent, guys. You, you got to listen to him. Please subscribe to Leo Curse. <laughs> great, great analysis. Entertaining and also great analysis. We're going to break down the significance of that little clip in a moment. But first things first, if you enjoy the show and if three hours of radio a day isn't enough, well, I've got a suggestion for you. Where are you going to be this July 4th? I know where I'm going to be. I'm going to be with my loved one, with my muse, on a beautiful liner in the most beautiful state of the Union. It's our Patriots Alaska cruise, July 4th weekend, June 29th to July 6th, with you, our dear listeners. This is especially for all of you who missed our trip to the Holy Land a year ago. We took 350 of our dearest listeners to Israel, and it was majestic. It was superb. Now it's a little bit closer to home. It's the year of an election. Meet with patriots who love this country like you do. Recharge your batteries as we plot to take back the nation from those who wish to destroy it and are doing so every single day. Check out the amazing itinerary. Book your cabin today. More than 200 cabins gone already. Go to sebgorka.com and reserve your cabin today. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com and the Patriots Alaska Cruise. Leo, let me share with you a couple of... um, personal anecdotes and then then i'll have you react to them so first things first i I was a fellow at um, harvard back in the 90s people think this dei stuff is new there's a technical term for that bollocks it's not new it's old when i was there i was reprimanded by the dean because i said i'm good thanks i don't want to attend the Harvard Gay and Lesbian Students Association meeting. Simply for emailing, (laughs) I'm a married man with young children I won't be attending, I was asked to justify my bigoted refusal to go to the meeting. That was 1998, by the way, guys. Secondly, oh, and, and I saw those who had gained entry to Harvard, who were in classes with me, who were there because of diversity, And I saw them struggle, Leo. I really saw them struggle. And I saw them had to have private meetings with the instructor, with the professor, given breaks. And I knew once they graduated, the the world wasn't going to give them a break, right? And so nobody was helping them by coddling them for four years and then dropping them into the soup. And then I look at my son today, my 25-year-old son, who graduates from Stanford, and with a double, you know, honors, great, you know, a straight grade student. And the only people in his graduating class to get into med school were the two lesbian friends he had from Harvard. Everybody else, wow. the Koreans, the white guys, the straight guys, none of them got in from Stanford. Sooner or later, both of those dynamics, the people who are helped in ways that will be detrimental to them in the real world, and those who don't need help and are discriminated against, sooner or later, that will have more than just a corrosive effect on society. That can have a very destructive effect, surely. Absolutely. I mean, as soon as you move away from meritocracy, you're moving into awful territory. If people are being chosen for reasons other than being the best at their job, uh, it's not just I mean, it might be good for them as an individual, but it's terrible for uh, for for them as a demographic group, because if you if you get on a plane, I've seen I've seen a video of somebody getting on a plane and being like the pilot's white. Oh, thank God the pilot's white, because they know that that pilot didn't get that job through any kind of diversity scheme. And that's a terrible 
like racist attitude that's been inculcated in people by diversity, equity, and inclusion. By, by the, the system, the by the system, right? That, that says by, the white guy is the problem. Helping. Yeah, this is this is the system that's supposed to be helping minorities. That's putting a big question mark over their ability. I mean, imagine being you know a, a black doctor who's made it on your own merit, and then there's a question mark over you because people think that you've been boosted ahead of uh, of Asian or white doctors. But this, this is one of the things that's helping to hopefully uh, bring it down a bit because um, Asian students uh, who, are, who are actually the, I think as a demographic group, Asian students are the, the highest achieving. Yes. Um, so they uh, launched legal action against universities uh, to, to say that- So they're suing know, Yale. They're suing Yale. Yeah. So, so what, that, what, how, what can this lead to on the long term? This, this, uh, this creates very serious fracture lines. If you're, if you're the Korean kid who, you know, absolutely aced, aced the medical school tests, and then you yeah. don't get into 30 schools you applied to, that's going to have an effect on the society. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole point of diversity, equity and inclusion is it's supposed to help underrepresented, marginalized groups. But, you know, we know that a lot of uh, most of the, the kids at Harvard or Yale or a good university like that, um, they they're, they're from the sort of um, the higher earning portion of society. Right. Um, so you could be prioritizing a high earning, you know, a kid from high earning black parents uh, over a kid from working class Korean parents. Right. So that's that's deeply unfair. Long term is going to lead to a crisis uh, in, of competence. Uh, I mean, you can see if you, if you watch, a, I don't know what it's like in America, but in the UK, if you have an ad break on TV, <laughs> it's like, man, there isn't a white couple. Like, they're just there's never there's never a straight white guy. If you see a white guy in an advert in the UK, you know, it's going to be for gambling addiction, domestic violence, you know, alcohol. If, abuse, there, if there is a white guy, terrible. if there is a white guy, he's a loser, right? He, he's the loser, yeah, yeah. right? That, that, yeah, that, that, that is, it's, it's like the, you know, the sitcoms. It started in the sitcoms, right? Dad's the loser. He's not the patriarch. <laughs> he's not the guy that makes the money and works a 12-hour shift. He's the loser. That, that, the yeah. Sooner or later, there are consequences to that. We're talking to Leo Kurse. Subscribe right now on YouTube. Go to Leo Kurse, K-E-A-R-S-E dot co dot UK and follow him on X at Leo Kurse. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First one-on-one. -on -one. Coming to you from just outside the insalubrious, fetid rank, Malodorous, noisome, ghastly swamp that is Washington, D.C. From the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, it's real. It works. It's liberating over a million Americans from their daily pain. I just happen to be one of them. But it's not just me. It's people like Debron from Massachusetts. This is Debron's story. I just started taking Relief Factor four days ago. My hip pain is gone. I had a horrible time sleeping because of the pain. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Thank you, Relief Factor. That should be your story. That could be your story there's only one way to find out but it's super easy order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com it'll be at your door in three days or less take it morning and evening just like i do and i promise you dr g's guarantee by the end of the three weeks you will know whether it works for you like it works for me debron and over a million of your fellow americans Call today. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or go to relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-473-5433. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 
Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend, Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stomp out the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. Made from the world's best cotton called Giza, these sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now, for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98 in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio square and use promo code G-O-R-K-A at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and the MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-829-8468 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Gorka. That's 800-829-8468 or MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. And let's end on a positive note, if possible. I know I'm, I'm talking to a Scotsman, and I've got Hungarian blood in me, so these are the two most pessimistic nations known to man. But we'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of any positive signals? So I look at the last 20 years, and I see Brexit. I see Trump. I see Maloney. I see Milley. I see Bolsonaro. I see this you know, recrudescence of patriotic politicians and voters who want their countries back. But in each case, they're like the iconoclast outsider <laughs> that the mainstream wants to put in prison, right? At least three of those guys are fighting you know, to stay out of prison because the police state tactics used against them. Are, are, you, are you seeing sparks of um, optimism or positive signs of people who are saying, no, 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 this stops with me? Yeah, no, I think there is. I mean, basically GDP, the share of GDP spent by the state has just been ratcheting up and up and up in every Western country. And we're slowly, like a frog being boiled, we're slowly being dragged into a communist system where, you know, we, we pay insanely high tax and the state wastes all our money and we get terrible services when, you know, really we should just keep our money, uh, have a roaring economy and buy the things that we want because we know what we want. We don't need the state to decide what we want for us. Uh, so we're, we're seeing in Argentina, you know, that just reached that just reached a, a point where it couldn't go any further. And Javier Malay, who's the most economically competent politician uh, in the world, uh, came in and hopefully he's going he's gonna to turn. Well, he already has turned Argentina around. They've already turned a, a budget surplus, the first in 12 years. So that's, that's a positive sign. Also, a lot of our constitutions, a lot of our laws uh, that were set up, almost as, as progressive laws like the Equality Act, in the UK, they're being used to push back against against the diversity, equity, and inclusion, and and this uh, you know the anti anti white uh, anti white HR departments and 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 things like that. And that's successfully happening. There's been a lot of lot of law firms, a lot of uh, legal cases that have that have worked, and they're suing law firms because law firms uh, advise corporations. So that's that's the quickest way to disseminate the message out to to corporations um, because. You know, the Equality Act, all our constitutions, they always take individual rights and equality. We're all equal under God as the sort of basis of it. It's not you don't open any constitution. You don't open the Equality Act and see like, oh, so these these races are better and they should be favored and white people should be uh, put down. You know, it's, it's not like that. So, you know, even though that's the ideology that's that's arisen somehow and, you know, been seized on by HR departments, and HR departments are pretty much solely staffed by angry white women with lots of cats who are angry at every man who ever pumped and dumped them. Because of that, they're taking revenge 
on straight white men, and uh, and I, th I think that's that's a big part of it as well. But these these legal cases are going to provide a big pushback. Yeah, and of course, all the corporations that are being uh, rightfully hammered for their wokery, whether it's Bud Light, Target, or the rest. All right, that went by far too quickly. Don't be a stranger, Leo Curse. In the meantime, uh, watch his show on GB News on YouTube at Leo Curse and leocurse.co.uk. Uh, i got one more question for you, so stay on the line. In the meantime, to all of you, our dear friends, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on a swivel, watch your six, hold the line, never give up. Never give in and stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take. But as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. They never hear this one, and they never hear the Mar-a-Lago case, which I agree with Shan will be was was likely to be heard after the election anyway. Mm -hmm. So you think about that. If if as we some of us think that this unlikely with this with this decision today that we're unlikely to have this case tried before the election, you're basically looking at a 50-50 chance that either of these cases will ever go to trial. Oh, I'm so sorry, Andy McCabe, traitor, disgraced FBI agent, a man who um, doesn't know the meaning of honor. Why is he so sad? Why is CNN holding a permanent wake? The Supreme Court announced last night that it will decide if Donald Trump is immune from prosecution in the federal election interference case on a timetable that keeps his trial on hold for months. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, and I'm quoting from Jeff Earl of Reuters. The High Court announced in a brief ruling that it would hear oral arguments in the case during the week of April 22nd and keep Trump's January 6th case being tried in Washington, D.C., paused until then. This means... The trial, the January 6th insurrection trial, could be delayed by months. Even if the former president loses, and if he wins, the charges will be dismissed. Yes, the Supreme Court is doing its job. Why? Because the amendment to the Constitution they wish to use against him doesn't mention the president. And beyond that, when it comes to an insurrection... 
he hasn't been charged with an insurrection, let alone found guilty. Therefore, even if the clause applied, it wouldn't wouldn't be applicable, given that he's never been tried or convicted of it. It is starting to collapse, dear friends. The cases against President Trump, whether it's Fannie Willis and her corrupt boyfriend, whether it's Jack Smith and the immunity case, it's all falling apart, as is the standing of the current incumbent president. Now, I got rather um, rather angry with the story of the beautiful Lake and Riley, the student nurse who was murdered at the weekend in Georgia. You won't believe what the White House has done now. But just to give you an example how, before we get to that, the onslaught against the president isn't just a function of Democrats in Washington, D.C. And how it's really about you. There is a judge in Illinois, and she... This judge, Tracy Porter, at-large Cook County Circuit Court judge, she has removed President Trump from the state ballot, likewise citing the insurrectionist ban, the ban which doesn't mention the president. What does this judge do for Cook County, for Chicago? Here we have a description of her work portfolio. She works at the Richard J. Daly Center in downtown Chicago in the traffic division. Let me read that again. Judge Tracy Porter is an at-large Cook County Circuit Court judge, and she works at the Richard J. Daly Center in downtown Chicago, where she presides over, let me be clear, minor traffic violations, and Class A misdemeanors. A traffic judge thinks she can remove the leader of the opposition from the ballots to choose a nominee for the Republican Party. So, just to be very clear... What is happening in America isn't about the billionaire from Queens, isn't about MAGA and America First. It's much bigger than that. They want to decide, traffic judges want to decide if you are allowed to choose who you want to be president. There's no other way to couch it. They want to decide, unelected Traffic judges from Chicago want to have power over your capacity to choose who you want for the chief executive position in the land. That's the enormity. That's why President Trump was right on Saturday when he said this is a captive nation and he's a political dissident. Because they don't want you to be able to choose who your president should be. Okay. Let's get back to the the story that's probably breaking the Biden administration. He's just arrived at the southern border in one of the safe areas for his visit. Oh, um, Jeff, how many times have we seen Biden at the border in, in the last three years? Um, I think never. 
Okay. I haven't seen him. I think, I think the right number is never. Yeah, the right number is never. He's there after what happened, after President Trump said he's going to the border. Why is he going? Because every day we hear about new crimes, whether it's New York police officers being beaten up by gangs of illegals who are released back onto the streets four hours later, or whether it's Lake and Riley, a beautiful young nursing student who just went for a jog on the campus of a college here in America, tried to call 911 when she felt afraid, and was so brutalized, her head, her skull was caved in. Now, it's strange that the police don't want to release the call. The Athens dispatcher's recorded message from Lake and Riley has been blocked from release by the police department. Why would that be? And what's worse is the following. After three years of not working with federal authorities because they were told not to, the White House has said the following, quote, We welcome local law enforcement support and cooperation in apprehending and removing individuals who pose a risk to national security or public safety. That was the White House last night. Now, why is that important? And why should it incense you? Jose Ibarra, who murdered Lake and Riley, was an illegal with a record who was arrested in New York for endangering a minor. And he was released back onto the streets without the New York law enforcement authorities telling ICE or the Department of Homeland Security. If they had, he would have been picked up and deported. And Lakin Riley would be alive today. Now, three years later, after however many innocent Americans have been murdered, raped, mugged, assaulted. Now, now the White House says, yeah, yeah. Would you tell us if you find a criminal illegal? It's too late for Lake and Riley. That's how much they don't care. Only when they're in trouble do they cover their backside. Okay, we have a great show for you today. Don't go anywhere. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Never meet, miss the deep dive, the long form. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And if you want a border back, if you want us to deport these criminals, these murderers, these rapists, these thugs, stand up for President Trump, the dissident politician. Wave the flag. I stand with 45, sebgorkastore.com, and get the T-shirt that you made number one, FBI, Fascist Bureau of Intimidation, sebgorkastore.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A store.com, and support the president directly at donaldjtrump.com. We 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.